0: You're listening to Pombo and Peter's Picks, the home of your favorite sports betting podcast, presented by The Daily Goat.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pombo and Peter's Picks. I'm Jason Pombo, joined as always by Peter Alves. Peter, week one in the NFL, officially in the books. What did you think of the product? Did you enjoy it?
0: Uh, the product was uh, a little uh, crap. Let's be honest. Uh, all the defensive went to play. There was a lot of rainy games. Oh, it probably rained on you in uh, Foxborough, yeah. Ford. Yeah. So that uh, too. Fantasy football. Good job on the dynasty thing. But uh, other than that, it all went well. I, I was seven and zero in my other league. So it's pretty good. I Ford, went five and, five and zero, five and 0, five and, 0,
1: five and zero. I went three and one in fantasy. So, which is, in my opinion, that's pretty good. So, like, with the three leagues, I actually, the top three leagues I care about, I won in all three. So I was happy. Um, in terms of our predictions, Peter, I went two and three. I was 0-1 in my premium. Uh, in terms of my losses, right, I had Bengals minus two and a half against the Browns. The Bengals got absolutely blown out. That was my premium pick of the week. Uh, I had oh, Steelers. start and, like last year. Fantastic start. I had Steelers plus three. Uh, they faced the 49ers and they also got obliterated. Uh, I also had the Bills minus two and a half. They were home against, uh, I'm sorry, they were on the road against the Jets. Even when Aaron Rodgers got hurt uh, and he was diagnosed with the torn Achilles, we'll talk about it soon. The Bills still didn't win the game, got those three wrong. Um, but in terms of picks that I were right about, I had the Jags minus five. That one was a little bit of a sweat, but they ended up pulling that off. And they, And then I had the Titans plus three. Uh, against the Saints. And the Titans did lose the game, but they did cover. So two and three on the week, 0 and one on a, on a premium, but I'll take two and three. I would have preferred three and two, but I guess I'll have to live with it. How about you?
0: I'll do that next week. I mean, I went two and three as well. I won my premium with the Packers plus one. They obliterated the Bears. Uh, we won together on the Jaguars minus five, and then I lost on the Chiefs minus five and a half. Rip. Chargers minus three. Chargers are dead to me, you now. Even beat two or made Syria and then our uh, Steelers plus three, as we said, as you said earlier.
1: Yep, so I mean, look, two and three is not great, that's a combined four and six under 500. But you know, week one is the hardest week, you know, you don't know what to expect. A lot of teams kind of laid an egg, um, and we're going to talk about it for sure. But you look at the AFC in particular, Cincinnati Bengals lost, the Kansas City Chiefs lost. You know, those are the two top teams uh, the Buffalo Bills lost. Those are the top three teams in the AFC that we all kind of talked about in the preseason. Uh, and you look at the NFC, I mean, there was also some teams that struggled that we expected, I guess, to have um higher upside. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks lost. Uh, they were a team a lot of people predicted would make the playoffs. You know, so week one's difficult. So we're going to do better. Our survivor did hit. Uh, we both had the Baltimore Ravens. We uh, were very successful on that. I think, I'll tell you what, everybody, there wasn't, I mean, I'm trying to think. If you were in a survivor pool, who would you have picked and got out? The Bengals, but I'm not sure you would want to pick the Bengals in week one. No, the only one
0: that's like obvious was like the commanders and they still won.
1: Yeah, you're right. So I really can't think of many people. I'm I'm sure a couple of people maybe took the Seattle Seahawks against the Rams. Maybe you had a couple. I do know some people took the Vikings to beat the Bucks. That oh, was really? another one. I think, it's
0: too, I think it's too early to be cute.
1: I wouldn't personally do it, but I do know some people that did it. So uh we'll see if Spider-Man survived uh, the one I'm in. I'm not sure if he did. I'm eagerly away. Oh come on, he had a Vikings
0: cold washer. Well, there's I no, mean all of his locks probably ran out.
1: There's no way Spider-Man's out, right? No shot.
0: No, because he would have picked a steeler. Oh well, all right, fair enough. Well, not in person. 29ers. Yeah, he no had, way. Yeah, no
1: shot. Um, all right, so let's kind of recap week one. I'm going to go in chronological order. Like we did the last couple of years, we're not going to recap all freaking 16 NFL games, kind of pick and chose like five or six of the ones that are the most intriguing, kind of had the most kind of meat on the bone. So we're going to start with that, but I'm going to go chronological order for these games. So yes, I'm aware Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles and he's out for the year, but that was the Monday night game. So we're going to start with the Thursday night game and move down. Uh, So Peter, last Thursday, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Got upset by the Detroit Lions uh, in KC after that banner game. Um, Travis Kelsey did not play in the game. Notably, also Chris Jones did not play. Uh, and the Lions won twenty-one to twenty. Jared Goff was twenty-two of thirty-five for two hundred fifty-three yards and a touchdown. David Montgomery had twenty-one carries, seventy-four yards and a touchdown. Uh, other side of things with the Chiefs: Pat Mahomes was twenty-one of thirty-nine for two hundred twenty-six yards, two touchdowns and a pick. His leading receiver was Marquez Valdez-Scantling, two catches, 48 yards. Um, look, I think this game probably was best notable for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs receivers uh, with the drops, uh, most notably by Kadarius Tony. He had, what, three or four drops in this game. He was targeted five times. He only had one reception. He had a couple bad drops, but the Lions ended up pulling away in the second half. They outscored the Chiefs 14-6 to in the second half to get the win. Peter, I know you were – I think you, did, you didn't You did pick the Chiefs, did you, or you did?
0: No, I picked the Chiefs, yeah. You
1: did pick the Chiefs. So what were your take on the game?
0: So when Travis Kelsey got officially out, I was like, well, they yeah, have Patrick Mahomes, it's still fine. Patrick Mahomes ran more than I thought he would. I, he usually runs in the playoffs when he has to, and I, I didn't think he was. But, I mean, you should have said the Lions beat there. It's Tony. He's the reason why yeah, Patrick Mahomes third picked six. He's the reason why you said he dropped four balls. Yeah, so uh, the Chiefs kind of beat themselves, but good for the Lions. Good for the Lions. Jameer Gibbs is uh, in fantasy hell right now. Thanks a lot, Dan Campbell. But good for the Lions. The defense showed up and played. I thought their defense was going to be suspect this year, but uh, maybe they turned it around. Their cornerbacks are pretty good. James Bradbury, or that's his name. Not Bradbury.
1: Right? Bradbury's yeah. in the Philly. You're talking about um.
0: Which one that came from the Philly? Uh Philly, Eagles Not for
1: the Eagles. Um. Um, Hang on, it'll come It'll come to me in like two minutes. But, but yeah, it's,
0: it's good for the Lions, good for Bella, good for Detroit, honestly. But
1: yeah. Now that's stuck in my head now. I can't figure out who that cornerback is. Ugh, uh, it's bothering uh, me. You don't look it up? All right, uh, so my, again, my takeaway was, this was a game that it was sloppy. You know, it was the first game of the season. Uh, I it felt like both teams were kind of slow out of the gate. Uh, my takeaway from the Kansas the Chiefs side was we're going to talk about it later later. Was that receiving core? Uh Kadarius Tony is somebody that I thought was really going to elevate this year. He was somebody that I anticipated would be that wide receiver one kind of role, and he really didn't take it by the take the bull by the horns there. Multiple drops. He didn't get the usage that I expected. And I tell you what, the Chiefs' offense looks completely different without Travis Kelsey. Now, when you pick the game, I think you anticipated that Travis Kelsey would be on the field. But when he was out, man, they just did not look the same. Um, and I think Mahomes, look, he still put up 20 points, but it was a struggle. It was not a typical Pat Mahomes performance. Other side of things, the takeaway from the Lions was Dan Campbell, period. Dan Campbell was so risky in this game. You know, he went for it on that uh, okay, I fake about punt. 18
0: on the 20
1: yard one? The fake punt uh, that was just crazy. You know, Dan Campbell was willing to take a risk and he did. And he knew his back was against the wall in this game and he got the W. Uh, he out-coached Andy Reid for sure. Andy Reid went for it on, like, 4th and 25 with all three timeouts and the two-minute warning. Made no sense to me. Uh, and this was a game the Lions didn't need, but it was a game that they earned, in my opinion. Uh, overall, though...
0: I hear that, though, because they're a high tight, high rightfully so. And then, like, if they beat the loss of the Chiefs, like, got blown out, everyone would have been like, oh, this is just the Lions Hall or Or if they, like, made it close and lost by, like, three or whatever, they would have just been like, well, it's the Lions from last year. It's, like, a moral
1: victory, I guess. My assumption was I thought the Chiefs would win, like, 28-20. I thought they'd win by, like, seven, eight points. Uh, I felt that the Chiefs were going to be motivated from the banner game. I thought the Chiefs' defense was going to show up a little bit better than they did. And I thought Mahomes was going to be fine, but. I'll tell you what, this game, in my opinion, was shades of, well, this Chiefs team reminds me, uh, a similar way of the Patriots back in like 2013, when Brady was throwing a Kembrell Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, Austin Colley, or 2006 Tom Brady and the Patriots, where he's throwing a Rache Caldwell, Chad Jackson, Ben Watson. This was a, that's kind of how I, that's my takeaway from this game, that this Chiefs team, you know, they need a little bit more star power uh, from the receiving core, and that's something that Mahomes has had the luxury of the last couple of years, and he just hasn't had it. This, he he didn't have it through week one. Now he could have some guys that step up. I'm a big Sky Moore guy. He hasn't developed yet. Marquez, Sky Moore, get out of here. Yeah. Marquez Belt no. has scantling. Uh, Justin Ross is somebody who he's he's virtually a rookie out of Clemson. or
0: um, well, Rasheed Rice, like he was going off in the first half, and they ultimately went away from him. I was like, why?
1: Yeah, uh, and I thought they needed to throw a little bit more of Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I thought he can be as an effective guy as a pass catcher. And uh, they just didn't really utilize him as much as I was anticipating. Cause there was a lot of Clyde Edwards Hilaire. There's a lot of McKinnon. Uh, I think Isaiah Pacheco is their best back. I think he's a great pass catcher. I think he's a good pass blocker. Uh, I think he's somebody that the chiefs need to utilize more, but uh, I'm not panicking on this chiefs team yet. And I'm not going to get too high on the lions yet. Jared Goff, in my opinion, he did well as a game manager I thought he was good, not great in this game. He was solid, but I don't think he really moved the needle, in my opinion. I still think he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's a a great quarterback. I just Now, his interception list streak is pretty impressive. He's went like 400 passes without an interception. It's pretty crazy. Uh, And I think Ben Johnson does a fantastic job of, of scheming things up for the Lions. So it's a big win for them, huge win.
0: And the safety is he, Justin Reed.
1: Reed. Okay. You said corner. That's why I was screwing me up. Yeah. But Darius Slay did play for the Lions before the Eagles. So that's also why I was messed up. So, uh, all right, Peter, any other takeaways on uh, the NFL's opening kickoff between the Lions and the uh, Chiefs? That was good.
0: That
1: was good. Solid game. I'd give it a B minus. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little Cincinnati Bengals. We both had the Bengals in our picks. I had the Bengals as my premium pick of the week. I don't have and- a okay. You didn't have the. I'm sorry, you did not. I had the Bengals. We both are the Steelers, not the Bengals. I apologize. Um, I thought the Bengals were going to really blow doors against the Browns, and that did not occur. The Browns defeated the Bengals 24 to 3. Deshaun Watson was 16 to 29 for 154 yards, one touchdown and a pick. Nick Chubb had 18 carries for 106 yards. Other side of things with Joe Burrow, he probably had his worst game in his NFL career. Burrow was 14 to 31 for 82 yards. He was sacked twice. He had a QBR of 20.3. Jamar Chase was held to only five catches for 39 yards. T Higgins was targeted eight times with no receptions. Uh, This was the worst performance, like I said, by Joe Burrow in his NFL career. I don't think it was close. The Bengals lost 24-3. to So what was your takeaway in this game, Peter? I know everybody, including me, was picking the Bengals. Uh, How do you feel about it? I should
0: pick the Browns in real life. So there you All go. Right. Um, but the Browns came to play. Obviously, it was a rainy slot fest in Ohio. The Browns' defense came to play. Their whole D line was amazing. The Bengals' offense looks, I mean, it's fine. Joe Burrow missed a whole preseason with the calf injury. Maybe he still had the calf injury. Who knows? Everyone pumped the brakes on the Bengals because, like, then they got 0 2 or 0 3, and then they still made the AFC from game or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, a couple years ago.
0: Yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. No, just an off game for the
1: Bengals. And yeah. Hey, well, I, to me, Joe Burrow didn't look as healthy as I anticipated he would look. Now he looked a little stationary. You know, he wasn't as, I'm not saying he's a mobile quarterback by any means, but, uh, he just looks kind of stationary in the pocket. And I felt like that calf was in the back of his mind or it was lingering in, in his mind. So I do think that affected him to some degree, uh, but I look, I think it's a one-off for the Bengals. I do think it'll take a couple of weeks for Joe Burrow to kind of get the rust off because, you know, he didn't play in the preseason. He's pretty much been shut down for the last month, so I guess that is some growing pain. So it might take the, the Bengals a little bit. Um, other side of things with the Browns, despite the fact that they won in this game, I still wasn't floored by Deshaun Watson's performance. He threw for under 200 yards. You know, he was sacked three times. His, his, Q, his quarterback rating was only 67.3. Thought he was okay in this game. He had a bad pick. I don't think he was great. I think he was okay. Um, yeah, you know, on, on the ground, he ran for 45 yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, I just think he looked okay. This It still doesn't look like the Sh- Deshaun Watson of old, which I do think is a little bit of a concern. A um, few the Browns going forward. But that Browns defense is elite, in my opinion. Uh, I do think they are special, a special unit. You know, they were all over the field. Guys like Miles Garrett were all over the place. You know, Garrett, he had what, at least, I think he had what, two sacks? I think he had four quarterback uh, hits in this game. At least one. Yeah, at least one. He had four quarterback hits. He had a tackle for loss. Yeah, he had one sack. I'm sorry. Uh, I I think this Browns defense is going to be really good this year. And uh, I think that was my takeaway, that this Browns defense was very, very good. And I think the Browns bread and butter is going to be running the football. No, I don't yeah, think Nick Robb is
0: doing. a beast. No Kareem Hunt anymore. He should to be the bell cow. That's out to whoever drafted him in fantasy. I didn't get yeah. the opportunity to, but that's flush I,
1: I also did not get the opportunity to draft him. But look, he's somebody that the Browns are going to need to depend upon because I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to be that guy this year that's a top five, top ten quarterback in the league. Now, it's only been one week, but I just think Deshaun Watson, I was hoping he'd show a little bit more. But it is one week, like I just said, so who knows? Any other final thoughts on the Browns-Bengals?
0: On the Browns, and uh, don't panic
1: on the Bengals. All right, Peter. Sounds good. Moving on, let's talk a little Miami Dolphin football for Matt Cooney, our graphics guy, who's also somehow back on uh, another trip. Uh, (laughs) That kid travels, man. Maybe he's
0: going... Oh, that would make sense. I don't know. That kid travels. He's on the West Coast.
1: I'll tell you what. Matt is... I wish Matt was able to go to the that game, but he wasn't able to. He didn't get there in time. Oh, really? Damn. Yes, he's in the West Coast. Is Brian Paul Cunha going? I know this was this was just a Matt trip.
0: Oh wow! So, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but oh, Matt's team. That's why he's going to be in Vegas? So it's fine. Right. <laughs> this was a... <laughs> tell you what tell you what Peter. This was a good week oh, for Matt. Dolphins pulled off the win against the Chargers, thirty six to thirty four. Tua, look, this might have been his best game. Uh, He was 28 of 45, 466 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. QBR of 87.5, quarterback rating of 110. Tyreek Hill, 11 catches, 215 yards and two touchdowns. He also had a 47-yard reception. He was targeted 15 times. Other side of things with the Chargers. Herbert was 23 of 33, 229 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly, accounted for over 200 yards, rushing and two touchdowns. Keenan Allen had six catches for 76 yards, but the Dolphins were able to steal victory 36-34 in L.A. Uh, so, Peter, what was your takeaway on this high-scoring affair?
0: All right, so, again, it's out of the way, Tua uh, for MVP. You the uh, MVP, uh, most odds. He, uh, go Dolphins, go Dolphins, go Dolphins. Chargers are dead to me, but on a real note, Tyreek Hill is amazing. Chargers can cover. Chargers can play lick on defense. JT Jackson. Uh hats off to Bill Belichick for uh, ditching his ass early. So there you go on that one. And then the Chargers. Justin Herbert didn't play well at all. Even though the numbers NSA kind of did. I don't I don't know what his QBR was, but but uh the Russian time is pretty good. And then I don't know, their defense, even their D line, like Joey Bosa didn't show up. Like nobody showed up for the Chargers. Chargers are dead to me at all for the notice.
1: And I think Bosa's banged up, too. so starting yeah. off, well, you
0: know, I, I mean, he's Bosa, so, you know. Yeah.
1: Starting with the Dolphins. Uh, look, I think the offense picked up where they left off last year. Well, last time we saw Tua, Tua was getting getting rid of the ball quickly and effectively, and he was kept up right, upright. He didn't get sacked at, at all, which was a surprise because the Dolphins sort of have a, a makeshift offensive line right now, but they were able to do that as well. Uh, and Tyreek Hill, he continues to show that he is – one of, if not the best receiver in the league, even at, what is he going to, he's going to be 30 years old next March, even at pushing 30 years old, he still is as electric as ever. Uh, other side of things with the chargers. I thought the defensive game plan for the chargers was literal dog shit. You know, Brandon Staley is known for his defensive mind. You know, he was of course uh, the defensive coordinator with the Rams. You know, he calls the defensive plays like that's sort of his thing. And, it felt like his game plan for the Dolphins was so wrong on so many different levels. It was, you know, it was it was almost a fireball offense because it made the Dolphins' pass game pretty much got whatever they want. Tyreek Hill got whatever they want. And it was just too easy on a number of different fronts. Uh, Brandon Staley continues to sit on the hot seat. Justin Herbert, well, it wasn't his best game, the Chargers did still put up 34 points and they were not able to get a win. Uh, that's an indictment on Brandon Staley. That was my, more of my takeaway on this game was Brandon Staley's inept in his ability to kind of fail about what he was supposed to do right because he's supposed to get this defense playing in the right direction. They spent a lot of money on J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, Bosa, Derwin James. You know, how much money have they spent on that defense the last couple of years? And for them to get absolutely shredded defensively is a real indictment on this team going forward, especially at home. So I, I'm very down on the Chargers as you kind of just... Out, uh, you kind of just suggested uh, and the Dolphins look; they played good football. They didn't turn the ball over, and they just took the what the Chargers gave them, and the Chargers gave them it all. Hey, don't look now; the
0: uh, Dolphins are probably the king of the AFC. Uh, exclude the Chiefs and exclude the Bengals, but like no Jets anymore, no Bills anymore. What we said at the top and Charger. I'm off the Chargers until like fire Brandon Stately.
1: Yeah, this was a game that just sort of – if you're a Brandon Staley defender or like you you're somebody
0: you, – You can't. You for know. the Jaguars, like you cannot. Like last week, you cannot.
1: Like it wasn't for – like things happen, you know. He's been scrutinized for his, his um, belief in yeah, analytics and his ability to go for it on fourth down. Like he didn't care about that. But this was different. This was – the Chargers lost because of the defensive – their defensive ability. And that's a shame, because they spent a lot of money. A lot of money. They paid J.C. Jackson like a number one cornerback. They gave up a lot to get Khalil Mack. You know, they gave up, a. they paid Derwin James a lot of money, and on top of the fact that Bosa's already hurt, along with the fact, Peter, that Austin Eckler didn't practice on Wednesday. I think he'll be fine, though. He's dealing with, what, a hamstring, or a quad, or a calf? Something, right? Or, yeah, something in leg. I think he'll be fine, though. Something in his lower leg, but, yeah. So, I have to say, if you're a Chargers fan, you have have to be concerned because this is a year that you really need to get things going in the right direction. Uh, And this is the put-up-or-shut-up time for Staley because Kellen Moore is right there. You know?
0: Sure. Kellen Moore is going to take that job. Exactly. Assuming they don't win the football or something stupid.
1: Yeah, look, it's only week one, so I'm not going to blow up, but... All right, Peter, let's move on to the game I was at, the Patriots against the Eagles. Before we kind of get into the game, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Tom Brady... Uh, ceremony Tell you what me, I sat in the rain But as soon as Brady came out The rain sort of stopped Which was cool It was awesome It was awesome Uh It was definitely worth it Absolutely loved it And Catch me back on uh, His uh, Hall of, his Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony Back in June I'll be, I'll be there for sure But yeah It was awesome. really cool I was, there, I, was, so. I, was, I was glad I went The only thing that kind of sucks Is like a Wednesday night
0: Yeah, yeah. I had
1: to but It is what it is I will be there all right, Peter, let's get back into the game here. Uh, the Eagles edged out the Patriots 25 to 20 after leading 16 0 after the end of the first quarter. The Eagles hung on to win. Jalen Hurts in this game was 22 of 33, 170 yards and a touchdown. Uh, his leading receiver was A.J. Brown, seven receptions for 79 yards. He was targeted 10 times. Mac Jones in the Patriots. Mac was 35 of 54 for 316 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. He had a quarterback rating of 91.3. Uh, Kendrick Bourne was the leading receiver for the Patriots. He had six catches for 64 yards and two touchdowns. So Peter, I know the Patriots, a lot of people picked the Eagles to win this game. I think we both thought the Eagles were going to win this game. After the first quarter, it looked like the Patriots were going to get blown out 49 to three, but the Patriots hung tough. They weren't able to execute, uh, in the first quarter. And that pretty much was their demise because the game was right for the the taking and they weren't able to execute. So what's your takeaway, I guess, on this game?
0: That's not what concerns me because I'm pretty sure this is the best they played on defense. And they really wanted this game. And they still couldn't uh, pull it out. They couldn't even cover the spread. So, yeah, right. But on the flip side of that, I mean, they were down 16 0. I thought Mac Jones was going to win an egg after that. And this is immediately probably the best game that Mac Jones has ever played as a Patriot, probably. So there's that. Kendrick Bourne is, I think, out of the doghouse, which is good. And Ramondre Stevenson, you look like, what happened to you? Like, so, you look so slow.
1: I'll tell you what, on on Stevenson, before I get into it, Stevenson didn't practice on Friday. I guess he had, like, the stomach bug or something. Uh-oh. And the interior of the offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus for the Patriots, was really bad. They had uh, Mafi, the rookie, and City So the rookie. So I just don't think the running lanes were there. I wouldn't bug on Ramondre, but. Well, like, Elliott
0: looked pretty
1: good. It, other than the fumble, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about the Eagles? How do you think they looked?
0: Eagles uh, didn't look that good either. I mean, they got saved by the pick six, the 70-yard pick six. Holy crap, so many. Somebody... <laughs> Mac Jones, why don't you make a tackle? <laughs> didn't do that the first time in Vegas, but that's uh... fine. <laughs> yeah, big uh And uh, I don't know. I mean, the Eagles are the Eagles. They'll, they'll be fine. But uh,
1: the Patriots can shut down any tight end, though. I'll tell you what. I have mixed emotions on this game. Part of me is like, you know, if the Patriots played better in the first quarter, they would have won this game and it cost himself a victory. And that's frustrating, right? And then the other part of me is like, you know what? They didn't roll over. Like the Giants lost to the Cowboys 40 to nothing. They rolled over. You know, uh, the Patriots did not, you know, they fought and clawed to get back into the game defensively. This was their best defensive game plan they've had probably in the last like three years. I thought Christian Gonzalez popped. I thought he was awesome in this game. Keon White, the rookie, when he was in there, he was great. Christian Barmore was disruptive. Um, Judon was disruptive. Uh, Jabril Jabril Prepper's uh, forced to fumble. He played well. I thought defensively the Patriots had, you know, the inkling of a top-five unit, which is great to see. Offensively, I think they looked pretty good other than the first quarter. The first quarter, Mac Jones looked out of sync. The receivers were dropping a head cold. I don't know if the rain was affecting them or what, but they played, like, dog shit in the first quarter. Uh, But they were able to kind of right the ship, and they played well. You can tell Bill O'Brien, you can see his fingerprints on this team. Mac Jones looks more comfortable. The receivers look more comfortable. Kendrick Bourne, uh, I thought he was pretty good in this game. He had a couple drops, so I wouldn't say great. Um, But I I will say, I think this game, despite the fact that it was lost, this was a game that the Patriots showed me a little something. I'm not a believer in like...
0: Yeah, they showed me too. I mean, offensively, they're way better. Oh, it's not. It's night and day. Yeah, it is night and day. But it does concern me, as I said at the top. I mean, this is probably their best defensive game plan to not the Jets, because like we'll get into that later. But like Zach Wilson. But I mean, that what concerns me because like their schedule is such a dog fest, like slog fest, right in the beginning. So I don't know. They gotta win one of these.
1: They do. I think. The, the upcoming game against the Dolphins that probably will be their best opportunity. Actually, I tell I take totally ignore that statement. That is fake news. I forgot what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Fake news. Yeah. Um, but other than the fact that the offensive line mostly kept Mac Jones upright, mostly I thought his decision decision making was pretty good. And I think in his la- I was just reading in his last nine games he's four uh, he has fourteen touchdowns and five picks. I think he's taking care of the ball a little bit better. I know he had that pick six, but uh, the last three quarters, he played well. And if he can be consistent like he was in quarters two, three, and four, then I think the Patriots offense is going to be pretty good. I think they have a chance of being a top 15 unit in the NFL. And with the defense, it's a top five unit. I think that can give you nine or 10 wins. I really do. So I I do, despite the fact that it was a loss, because I usually, when they lose, which has been very often when I go to games, Oh my
0: God, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, right? Um, Everybody bet the house on the Dolphins.
1: Like, usually I feel like shit coming out of the game, and I'm like this. Blew at this and that. Believe in the game, I wasn't as down as I typically, typically was. I thought there was some positives to take away from this. I really did. Now, it wasn't perfect. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl or anything, but I do think there are some things that they can clean up. They can get some guys healthy on the offensive line, and I do think they can be a pretty good football team. I wouldn't say great. I think pretty good. I think they can be competitive and that's what we want. And I do think I'm a big Mac Jones guy. We all know that. And I he did show me some things that uh I liked a lot. And there were I agree with that
0: too. Because after the pick six, I just rolled my eyes. I was like, oh again. Yeah, he... I
1: wouldn't but say it was his best game in my like I think his best game. That Viking team was really good last year. That might have been his best game. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. From recent memory, like this is the best game I've seen him in a while. Oh, he was. I thought he was crisp and yeah, agreed. Other than of course the first quarter. First quarter, he was out of sync. All right, Peter, any other takeaways on the Patriots Eagles? Oh, one thing on the Eagles um, that I wanted to mention. They didn't look like the same team. Now, is that more the Eagles offense or the Patriots defense? I guess we'll have to wait and see.
0: Matt Patricia got his revenge on Mac Jones and company. Uh... Oh.
1: I'll show you it's a real offensive coordinator. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, Peter, let's move on to the Sunday night football game. This one, I sh- we shouldn't have much to say, but it was a Sunday night game, and I do think it's notable. The Dallas Cowboys went into MetLife Stadium and kicked the crap out of the Giants 40 to nothing. Jack Prescott in this game was 13 to 24, 143 yards. Tony Pollard had 14 carries, 70 yards. So, look, Jack Prescott didn't throw a touchdown pass. You know, like, where did the touchdowns come from? The c- touchdowns came from the Giants' mistakes. Uh, D- uh, Daniel Jones was 15-28, 104 yards. He was picked off twice. He was sacked seven times. He had a QBR of 8.4. Uh, this was an awful game for the Giants, you know. Completely held off the scoreboard. Turnovers galore. Sacks galore. It was just a complete mess for the Giants. Uh, the Giants in this game had three turnovers. Two picks, a fumble loss. They were penalized six times for 72 yards. Sacked seven times, like I said before. Peter, what do you think happened to the Giants?
0: Oh, A, they can't block. Their O-line is an absolute mess. I don't know if that's Michael Parsons and company, because he was in the backfield every single play. But, like, oh, my God, Giants. You're so bad. Oh, uh, I mean, like, Dak didn't even play that well. He didn't even have to, to be fair. But like, he, I don't think he played well at all. It's yeah, the blocked field, field goal, too. The defense. Yeah. So, I mean, the Giants, holy crap. That, that's all. I mean, it was a snooze fest. After halftime, I turned it off. I was like, yep, yeah, that's all I need to see.
1: Hey, well, I was surprised. I I was somebody that said the Giants were going to go 7-10 and 10 and they would take a step back. But I thought they would kind of lose those one possession games that they were winning last year. They didn't even show up. You know, the offensive line was really bad. Absolutely a cause for concern. I don't think Daniel Jones played well. I was shocked that Brian Dayball kept him in the whole game. He was getting the crap kicked out of him. Dayball should have pulled him after the third quarter. It made no sense keep him in the keeping him in there. You know, there was this was a game Dayball shouldn't even show the team on film, just kind of rip it up and it never happened. Uh and the Cowboys, you know, I know a lot of people are very high on the Cowboys after this game. The Cowboys defense looks for real. But we just still don't know about the Cowboys offense. They weren't really tested in this game. But the Cowboys defense was great. Um All across the board, you know, the pass rush was really good. Micah Parsons had a sack. He had two quarterback hits. He played well. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong had two sacks. Chauncey Golston had a sack. You know, they played really well. And going into MetLife isn't necessarily an easy task. And they were able to get the W. So, big win for the Cowboys and the Giants. I do think there's a big cause for concern. How are they going to bounce back here? They have a winnable game this week as they are traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. So, they got to win in this game.
0: I agree. Good job. Good
1: job, Cowboys. Yeah, facts. Uh, all right, last game I want to talk about. This game is probably the most notable game throughout the week. It is the Monday night football game. That's why we had it last here. The Jets hosted the Buffalo Bills, and this was a game that was definitely most anticipated. Aaron Rodgers' debut game with the New York Jets. All the excitement in New York. It was the loudest I've ever heard that stadium on the, On the TV. 9-11
0: tribute.
1: 9-11 tribute. All that, right? Everybody was buzzing. Everybody had their eight Aaron Rodgers jerseys. Everybody was pumped. This was the year the Jets were going to really kind of break the curse and get back to the Super Bowl or at least be back to contention, contention, right? place was rocking. And on the fourth play of the game, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and immediately I knew something was wrong. He kind of shook his head, and he went down. And at, at that moment, as soon as he was checked out, like if you tear your Achilles, the doctors and the trainers know right away. It's actually a really easy test to decipher. Uh, if you kind of tear your AC out tear your Achilles, and Aaron Rodgers did, um, tear his Achilles. It was reported officially on Tuesday. So Aaron Rodgers played four game, four snaps with the Jets before he was relieved by Zach Wilson. Despite all of that, the Jets were able to beat the Bills twenty-two to sixteen. Uh, Zach Wilson in relief was fourteen to twenty-one, one hundred forty yards, a touchdown and a pick. He was sacked twice. Freeze Hall was the star in this game, in my opinion, for the Jets. He had 10 carries for 127 yards. He had an 83-yard run. Josh Allen, he struggled in this game, man. He was 29-41 of for 236 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. He had four turnovers total. He was sacked five times. Stefan Diggs had 10 catches for 102 yards and a touchdown. Tell you what, Peter, this was a game that, if you're a Jets fan, you have really mixed emotions. On one hand, you're so crushed that you lost Aaron Rodgers for the remainder of the season, and who knows for how much longer. Rodgers is going to be 40 years old next year. He might retire. Tearing your Achilles is no joke. It takes a long rehab progress. It's worse than an ACL recovery, worse than a collarbone recovery. It's probably the worst recovery in sports and he has it. At age 40, it's very difficult to do. On the other but on the other side, you did win. You did beat your division rival Buffalo Bills and your defense looks like it might be the best unit in the NFL. So, if you're a Jets fan Peter, how do you feel waking up Monday morning?
0: I mean, let's get us out of the way. I'm so sorry, Jets fans. You are absolutely cursed. Rip. Rest in peace, Jets. I'm so sorry, but I mean, like, you rallied against uh, Aaron Rodgers. So you did pull out the win. Oh, my God. I don't want to watch Zach Wilson for 17 weeks. <laughs> don't want to. Tom Brady, if you're listening out there, sell yourself to the devil. I don't care if he said you're a patriot for life. I will laugh forever.
1: I would, would be very you know, like, happy.
0: I no. get that out of the way. I'm so sorry, Jets. You're gonna be uh, probably lost in the division. What's the Patriots I have something to say about that? But uh, uh, on the Bills side, Josh Allen. You man, your uh, favorite receiver is uh, Jordan Whitehead, apparently. God, uh, yeah, dude, and, uh, you can was... see on the Bills like uh, Stephon Diggs. He's getting really, really pissed off.
1: He is. We saw like glimpses of that last year and that kind of bled into this year remember he didn't report to training camp and he didn't go to to mini camp and all that sort of thing so there is definitely a fracture there in buffalo my takeaway on the whole Aaron Rodgers situation is that it's super unfortunate you know he felt like he was some. he looked like he was kind of re-energized he looked like he was gonna lead the Jets to a good season and I, I personally thought they were gonna have growing pains I said they were gonna underachieve and we're not going to be able to see Aaron Rodgers in the Jets uniform this season, which is it is crushing from like an entertainment perspective, because I was looking forward to seeing Aaron Rodgers battle Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers battle Belichick, Aaron Rodgers battle Burrow. You know, we're not going to get to see that. Josh Allen twice a year, which is unfortunate. This fourth play of the year. You know, that Jets curse is truly, truly a real thing. Um, other side of the thing with the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen has quietly, Peter, like quietly sucked the last like five or six games. You know, he's been he had, he, I think he's had 11 interceptions in the last 9 games. He's turned the ball over quite a bit. You know, he's just kind of chucking the ball when he doesn't see anything in the flat or in the intermediate area and it's it's a glorified punt and it's picked off like 95% of the time and you know, I do think he is getting in the category where it's he's really costing the team now. You know, I know his arm strength is there. He's an athletic freak, but the turnovers really hurt this team, four of them, and that was a, he was one of the reasons why they lost, uh, and I think that is a cause for concern for the Bills because I do think there is some interior interior I'm sorry, internal pressure and internal issues going on with the Bills that could kind of start to kind of bleed out here uh, for the Jets. Peter, do you think that the Jets should? I know you mentioned Tom Brady, which he actually can't because he's technically part owner of the Raiders. Oh my God, let but, me live realistically Peter who do you think the Jets should roll with Josh I'm sorry roll with Zach Wilson or sign or trade for somebody
0: so they're gonna sign somebody probably a veteran but like all the names are absolutely gross and don't even give me Colin Kaepernick like how is that a rumor so to be honest I don't actually know if it's Matt Ryan or anybody like that I will uh, be really mad but like I don't know see what you have in Zach Wilson
1: He kept him around for a reason, I guess. They didn't cross 7-10
0: with him. I mean, he probably can't get any worse with that top five defense.
1: I don't think Zach Wilson is good at all. Like, I really think he's a straight out bust, and I thought he would really get some valuable lessons sitting on the bench this season. And even when he looked like a deer in headlights on so many times, the Bills could have picked him off two or three times. They had a couple drops. That pick he threw to Matt Milano was literally the worst interception of the season like through week one, in my opinion, it was so blatant. It was awful. And I just don't think he's good enough to elevate this team. I think I had the jets going. I think I had them go nine and eight. I now have them going six and 11, seven and 10. I think Aaron Rodgers, the loss of Aaron Rodgers is significant. But if the jets do go the veteran route, I'll give you three names. One. Matt Ryan, he has some experience that's in that hard. system. I know, I know, I know, You're I know.
0: like killed the Colts. They have no
1: already. Correct. Correct, 100%. Number two, I'll give you is Colt McCoy. He also has some familiarity in that system. I would probably start Zach Wilson, and then if Zach Wilson kind of putters out, then you roll with Colt McCoy. The only thing with Colt McCoy is, though, he is dealing with an elbow injury. It's unclear what it is. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, I'll throw you another wild card name that I don't know. We're just kind of throwing shit against the wall. Uh, how about if the Cardinals? I'm not the Cardinals. I'm sorry. If the Jets called the Commanders about Jacoby Brissett, you know Jacoby Brissett lost the quarterback competition to Sam Howell. Could there be something there? Could they call you want the to do that, Falcons? Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I was just going to mention. Taylor Heineke could that be an option? So I do think they're going to sniff around on a couple of different quarterback options. Uh, I don't think Carson Wentz will be the guy. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't foresee it. We'll have to kind of wait and see how it kind of goes. But I don't imagine, or I should say, it's not going to happen. They are not going to go trade for Matt Stafford. They are not going to trade for anybody. Russell, like um, uh, anyone, whoever you want, um, Kyler Murray. Like they're not going to. That that's not going to happen. They're paying Aaron Rodgers fifty million dollars this year. Uh, and that's a lot of money and real money. So huge loss for Aaron Rodgers. Huge, huge, huge loss. Do you think he plays in the NFL again? I do.
0: Ultimately, I don't think he wanted to go out like that. So probably.
1: I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, I know he had an Instagram picture that said like the rise will be better than the past or whatever. I'm not convinced yet. That is a really long, long, long recovery. And he has a history of changing his mind a lot of different times. So, uh, Tough loss for the Jets, despite the fact that they were able to beat the Bills. And it does piss me
0: off that the Jets have uh, Zach Wilson, so that's uh, two easy wins for the Patriots.
1: That exactly that changes the landscape of the AFC East. It really does. If you were an over for the Patriots and you have a ticket for seven wins, you should feel pretty good now because I think the Patriots. If you had them at seven wins and let's say you had two losses scheduled for the Jets, yeah. they're nine and eight now. You know, and I, you would be split I, versus the Jets. You're, you're the going Patri- to and over for the Jets. The Patriots, I'm telling you, they are going to be sneaky. They are going to be sneaky. Uh, hats off for the Dolphins
0: for the AFC East.
1: You, you, you still, you have that ticket, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It could be, Peter.
0: I don't know. Matt will be like, I told you. So it's up. Uh,
1: yeah, he'll be on vacation. <laughs> yeah, probably will. All right, Peter. Uh, So before we conclude our recap of week one here, uh, last week we talked about how everybody was going to overreact after week one. So that had me thinking as I was kind of preparing for this podcast. I put together a little bit of a a loose little game that I'm going to kind of do for you, Peter. I'm going to ask you 10 questions. This isn't 10 questions about football. So um, I'm going to ask you 10 things. You're going to have to tell me if this is an overreaction or this is reality. So if I say something that you think is true, you'll say reality. If I, if this is all based on week one outcomes to kind of show that, uh, how we feel after week one. We're only going to do this in week one because uh, it's only it only really could matter for week one. So, ready, Peter? All right, number one, Patrick Mahomes won't win the Super Bowl because of his receivers. Overreaction or reality?
0: Overreaction because uh, Travis Kelsey will really be back and he did the same exact thing last year.
1: I am going to go reality. I do think that's going to be a real side in the thorn for the Chiefs, and I still think that gets the AFC title. Get did game, it but- last year, though. Whole- This was different. This is different. Travis Kelsey, who is now banged up, he's now a year older. Uh, I I just think this is, they have a new offensive coordinator down there. Like, I think things are a little bit different. That's all. So, I think that is, I'm not saying they're going to suck. I still think I have them going 12-5, and going to the AFC title game. But they're going to be, they're going to be stopped. And it's because of the Chiefs receivers. And that's going to be the, the reason we're talking about why they fall short January. So I'm gonna say reality. All right. Question two: Kenny Pickett isn't a franchise quarterback.
0: Yeah, overreaction. The Steelers did not show up to play. Well, overreaction from now.
1: Totally agree. Overreaction. Everybody was loving Kenny Pickett at the end of last year, and I'm still a Kenny Pickett guy. Overreactions. One game. Question three: uh, The Browns will make the playoffs.
0: This is a slight reality because of the Jets situation. The whole playoff spot opened up, and their defense is for real.
1: This was a tough one for me. I am going to say slight overreaction because I do think the AFC is talented, and Deshaun Watson didn't show me enough, so overreaction for me anyway. Number four, Jordan Love is a franchise quarterback.
0: I'll be in the middle, but I'll say overreaction because I played the sorry Bears. Bears play no defense, and Justin Fields is going to be the next Blake Bortles.
1: Damn all those mvp tickets all donations oh yeah oh no i told you the bears are going to be the worst team in the nfl you did say that we'll see if they are uh i'm going to tell you what i like what i like what i saw from jordan love i thought jordan love looked light years ahead of justin fields in this game but i still need to see more than one game to give it a to give him my ringing endorsement so overreaction for now one game doesn't make a being a franchise quarterback cuz we've seen flashes from guys. we seen we saw blake bortles go to the afc title game so Slight overreaction for now. Number five, the Titans should bench Ryan Tannehill. Reality, reality, reality,
0: reality, reality. And that I'm not even just saying that because of Will Levis. You're not even going to do anything with Ryan Tannehill. And that's the worst game that I've seen him play, even uh, against the uh, Bengals in that playoff game where he threw four picks.
1: Tell you what, this one I'm a little conflicted on because I know Tannehill was really bad. It all comes down to how does Mike Vrabel feel about Malik Willis and your guy Will Levis? Levis wasn't even active on Sunday, which isn't a good sign. No, that's a,
0: that's a <laughs> that's a slap in the face.
1: But Malik Willis supposedly has had a better training camp than he had last year. So, if Vrabel likes Malik Willis, then maybe that's the avenue. But the Titans clearly need an upgrade at quarterback. That's clear. That's hindering them because you know what? They have a good defense, good running game, uh, and they look. Even with all that being said, they were only lost by a point. Against the Saints in New Orleans. So, uh, all right. So, question six Anthony Richardson will win Offensive Rookie of the Year.
0: I'm going to say reality because they usually do a quarterback, anyways, if just like somebody doesn't have a clear cut answer. But like Bijan Robinson still scored a touchdown and he looked fast and he looked good.
1: So, he did. And Bijan was the fact. I'm still staying by Bijan. I'm not getting off the train yet. Richardson, you know. He impressed me. He looked better than I anticipated he would look. Um, I thought he would kind of be slow out of the gate, and I thought the Colts were gonna really struggle. But he looked like he, he looked okay. He looked functional. Um he did get banged up at the end of the game, but he is reportedly healthy, so I guess he only had a bruised knee, so that is good. But no, I'm still going Bijan. Bijan is gonna be a new, new like I tell you what, I think he's gonna be letting the league on fire this year. All right. Question seven the Rams are a playoff team. So
0: I kind of go through it, but I'm going to say overreaction from now. I can't tell you six other teams. You probably can, though. I'm going to say overreaction from now because they just faced the Seahawks. So they're going to get waxed versus 49ers. So.
1: Reality. I'm going reality. I do think the Rams are a playoff team. I really do. You know, they beat the Seahawks, who I think they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot with. I know the Rams have a ton of injuries now. Cooper Cup's out. The Rams are relying on guys like Tutu Atwell. That Williams running back, that other receiver, I can't even think of his name. It came out of the woodwork. Uh, And Sean McVay is good enough to scheme it up. I should
0: know. know.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sean McVay is good enough to scheme around. I think the Rams win eight to nine games this year. I do. I say reality. I think they're making the playoffs. Okay, question number... Number eight. eight. The Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Uh,
0: I'll say overreaction again. Uh, They still have a 49ers. And the Eagles worry
1: about i'm gonna say overreaction because i the eagles still won and the 49ers did kick the crap out of the steelers in pittsburgh you know the cowboys just when you're buying in the cowboys they sell you for fool's gold it's called mike mccarthy overreaction oh, we'll see you in the playoffs don't worry
0: when uh who's gonna line up in center like Dak or something
1: tony paul no it'll be deuce vaughn oh
0: good answer good answer there you go
1: Question nine, the Giants are the worst team in the NFC East.
0: I'll say overreaction again. They still have the commanders. They just got out of, uh well, they played in Washington, but, like, they only won by, like, five points versus the sorry Cardinals.
1: I agree. Overreaction. I don't, like I said, the Giants, in my opinion, taking a step back, but I do think the commanders will end up being worse. I know some people are higher on the commanders than us, but I, I just need to see a little bit more. Well, I should be. Like, I have them
0: winning this week, and, like, they'll be 2-0. and oh. DJ's gonna to
1: be top. Mm. Question ten. Last but not least, Josh Allen is overrated.
0: I'll say overreaction, but he, a he's missing Brian Dable. B he's turning into Josh Allen year one and year two. As you said, they were doing the Bills and Jets. He's just throwing it up and just praying and spraying. To be honest, but yeah, overreaction one. a little bit. So
1: yeah, I agree, slight overreaction, but he's trending towards that direction, man. He is trending towards the direct. The direct. He needs like way. help.
0: He needs help other than digs though.
1: Yeah, they, you know, they drafted uh, Dalton Kinkhead. Um Did he even catch any balls? I don't even know.
0: Yeah, I think he got like
1: three. He got three? three. Uh, Four. They still have Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, but... Well, I got line,
0: sucks too.
1: Yeah, the offensive line isn't very good, and like I told you last year, Peter, the Bills are in that window where, like, they need to win because their guys are aging out and you're going to see some flaws. That's just that's what happens when you pay your quarterback like $55 million a year. What ends up happening. You can't pay everything. diggers is going to
0: leave this year. I'm telling you. Hard, I
1: don't rule it out. Don't rule that out at all. No, Peter, is. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, overreaction or reality from week one, NFL. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Did you have fun, Peter? I did indeed. All don't right, overreact right,
0: you- for week one, though. Don't overreact.
1: Correct. That is the moral of this uh, exercise. Uh, all right. Time for game picks, Peter. We're going to give our top five. I, no, I'm sorry. Not top five. Our five game picks for week two of the NFL slate, including our premium pick of the week, along with our survivor pick. Peter, let's start off with the survivor pick because we're both kind of on, uh, on lockstep here. We're both going with the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are hosting the Jets. This will be Zach Wilson's first start. Jets, after that emotional victory against the Bills, heading down to Dallas after the Cowboys kick the crap out of the, J- the Giants. I love the Cowboys in this game. Give me the Cowboys yeah, in Yep. Fader follow? Follow us there. All right, Peter.
0: Yeah, I was going to pick the Bills, but like I forgot that Jets or Zach Wilson.
1: Uh, you know what? I saw the Bills. I There was another one that I did like. I, I will mention it here. This was the one that I was going to go with if, I'll tell you what, if Aaron Rodgers was, was healthy. Uh, hang on, let me find it. I had it earlier. Where was it? Because I was literally saying it in my head, and I was like, I, I like this a lot, but uh, hang on. The
0: Lions. No, no. The- oh, wait, you think Rams actually
1: Oh, I'm going to go, it was the, this is a one that, again, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but you could, I don't even, you could go the Eagles over the Vikings. That'd be the only other one. And I don't love that because it's Thursday night. That's the only thing. All right, Peter, do you want to go first for your pick?
0: I can go first. Uh, as we said, the piggyback off of the Cowboys, uh, I have the Cowboys minus, what is that, nine now? The week at like three and a half or something Beforehand Rodgers But sorry Zach Wilson I'm so sorry
1: I agree Cowboys minus nine Peter I think the Cowboys win this game by double digits And I do think that this Cowboys Offense can exploit this Jets defense A little bit more despite the fact that this Jets defense Is awesome I do think Dak Prescott And the Cowboys can put tell you what all you have To do is score 20 points and the game's over So I think like the Cowboys to win this game By at least 10 points all right, what's your second pick?
0: I want to go to the well every time. I'm going to be you from last year and pick every Thursday night game until I get one right. Uh, Eagles minus seven. I think the Eagles are going to denounce the Vikings. They literally lost to the Bucks. I told you, or you're on that train, too. Regression is coming to the Vikings. I can't win one-score games forever. So
1: I said that, yeah, exactly. Uh, but good luck with that Thursday. Uh... Yeah, Yeah, I know. short so
0: well for you last year. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. So my next pick, Peter, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, minus three and a half. They're going on the road to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a big game. I just crapped on the Chiefs and said they'd be hindered by their skill position players, but I'm taking them here. This is a good bounce-back spot. Mahomes hasn't lost two consecutive games since like 2021. Uh, I like them here. Uh, Despite the fact that I do like the Jaguars, I think the Chiefs win and cover in this game. They bounce back. Their offense does look better. Chiefs minus three and a half. I don't
0: like that. That It's all right. Our next pick, I got the Bucks minus three. Uh, that's more on the Bears than it is the Bucks. I think as I said again, Sean, I think the Bears are absolutely bad. The Bears defense are absolutely terrible. And the Bucks have enough offense. Big Mayfield will be 2 0. Oh.
1: What a world. My next pick, Peter. Yeah. I'm going upset. Seattle Seahawks plus five and a half against the Detroit Lions. Seahawks coming off a loss against the Rams. And the Lions, of course, are coming off a win against the Chiefs. A very emotional victory for the Lions. The Seahawks, they got embarrassed against the Rams. The Seahawks are better than that. Seahawks come in and they give the Lions a real game. Seahawks plus five and a half. This line is inflated because the Lions beat the Chiefs. I only
0: worry about that too because they're all on up. Fair. Seahawks.
1: Yeah, they're missing Fair. the right tackle. Yep.
0: All right, next pick. I got the Packers minus one. I'm going to go to the well every time until Jordan Wells lets me down. Uh the Atlanta Falcons face the Panthers. They're not doing that this week.
1: I am going Packers minus one as well. That is my premium pick of the week here. Uh, look, the Packers, they were very impressive against the Bears. I'm expecting an impressive victory again from this, against the Atlanta Falcons team, which I do like, but I don't love. Packers win this game in Atlanta, minus one. 2 0
0: Packers, that's a nice, nice division bet, too. Yep. And then uh, my last pick, premium pick of the week, we don't let me down, Giants minus five and a half. They are literally on easy mode after uh, the expert mode. Of last week, they're facing the Cardinals, so If they can get it done. Even though it's on the road, cross country, I don't care.
1: The Giants could be another survivor pick.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. Cross country. I don't like <laughs> it,
1: but you you could. Uh, all right, my last one. I'm going to go back to the well with the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus two and a half on Monday Night Football. They're hosting the Browns. Mike Tomlin, look, he's going to get the, he's going to get the Steelers to bounce back. I I really believe he does, and he's a coach that gets the most out of his players. I think Kenny Pickett plays better, and I'm just not sold on the Browns like I told you before. Uh, I, I'm just not. So I'm going to go with the Steelers plus two and a half going back in the well.
0: Not bad, not bad.
1: All right, six and
0: four, right? At least combined. That's the goal? Yeah, 10 and 0 or too optimistic. We could
1: go 10 and 0. We don't have any conflicting picks. Oh, it's
0: true. It's true. All right, 10 and 0. F it.
1: Boom. All right, Peter. Time for five questions. My turn to ask you, right? Yo. Five questions. Five questions not about football, Peter. But question one does involve a football player. What do you think of the rumors that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey?
0: Um, As I said at work today, because one of them is a big Taylor Swift fan, I swear to God, I have Travis Kelsey in one league. I swear to God, if they break up and he gets back, that's going to be the end.
1: I was surprised reading that. I really was, to be honest with you. I, I was a little surprised. I'm sorry for the album about Travis Kelsey, though. Yeah, right. He's going to be like, Gronk was better than you. <laughs> yeah, facts, honestly. All right, question two. We're going to go NBA. Have you read or heard about the NBA's new rule that they're going to establish this year that they're no longer allowing NBA teams to sit down two stars for one particular game? Uh, obviously, if third. it's an injury, if it's an injury, that's different, but you can't be listed as two guys being out because of rest two stars being out because of arrest. A star is going to, um, if you're a star, if you've been an all-star or an all-NBA in the last three years, so that constitutes a star. But, uh, yeah, so either you're going to have to lie about the injury report or you're going to have to play. So what do you think about this new rule?
0: I saw that on Twitter. I, I like it, but they'll go around and They'll say he
1: has, like, a foot injury or something stupid. Yeah.
0: Is there, like, a- actually any ramifications for that, or is it just fine?
1: I believe it's a $100,000 fine right now. then that doesn't matter. But we'll see. I mean, I might have been wrong. I might have been more than that. I'm not sure. I see what they're doing, though. I
0: don't
1: like that. All right, question. That was question two, right? Okay, Peter, question three. So Tom Brady had, like, his ceremony, right, that I was at on Sunday. What athlete do you think deserves a ceremony like that from our childhood?
0: Um. Oh, my God. Well, Ortiz kind of already had it. Well, Pierce kind of already had it. I mean, it's gonna be like Bergeron. Or yeah, like I'd say Bergeron. I be Bergeron.
1: Bergeron's a good answer. Um I know Edelman's like a step below and he had sort of his thing, but I don't know, I think- like,
0: With with that though, you gotta do that, and then you gotta do Gronk, and then you gotta do like everybody bringing. Oh, players. I got one.
1: I got one. Manny Ramirez. It's not bad either. That's one. That's mine right there. He's the that's the person I'd go with. Um, yeah all right but i i thought it, i think that stuff's kind of cool like they did it with peyton manning they've done it throughout with a lot of different athletes so definitely bergeron when his
0: number gets retired next they, do,
1: they did charas already i assume right i can't remember i think so i think they did too but i don't remember they did garnett last year for the celtics yeah yeah so well, no i'm good i'm good peter i'm good all right, question... What was that, question three? Yeah. Okay, question number four, Peter. Uh, we're going to MLB here. Uh, the MLB, look, the, play, the The season's winding down, right? Uh, who do you like right now in terms... Okay, let me rephrase the question here. So, Max Scherzer's out, right? He's out for the... I don't know if you saw that. He's out for the remainder of the season. So, who do you like in the AL West? You know, I
0: mean... The Astros, for now, I actually have them winning the AL in the ticket. So, probably them. But, honestly, if it's not them, but the Rangers, like, I don't care. Or even the Orioles. Like, good for the Orioles. All the teams, like, that are, like, bad blood, it doesn't even matter. I'm rooting for the Red Sox get last place. So, I uh, laugh might... yeah, it it don't not You might get it know, I was always right.
1: They might, they might. All right, question number five, Peter. Uh, I'm going to go to the, the the show element of it. Uh, so I'm watching the show Suits. Right, I'm almost done. Uh, I have like three episodes left, uh, and I think it's like a top three of all time show for me. It's on, it's on oh. Netflix. Right. So, what is your favorite show on Netflix?
0: On Netflix? damn. Oh, The Walking Dead.
1: Damn. No, that doesn't count. Bullshit. Not that doesn't count. That's on Netflix. What? <laughs> That's on
0: Netflix. Boom. That doesn't
1: count. That doesn't count.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. I actually got to look what's on Netflix. I no, don't, I don't actually. But you is pretty good. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's about a serial killer. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to say you for now.
1: You. okay? All right, Peter. I've never watched Suits. That's probably what I'm going to have to do. It's a good show. So it's a long, but it's good. It's nine seasons. There's eight seasons on Netflix and one on either Amazon or, um, Peacock. But yes, The Walking Dead is on Netflix. That shouldn't count. as up here. All right, Peter. So week one is in the books in the NFL season. I think we recapped it pretty well. So hopefully our picks uh, are going to come through for here for week two. Uh, our goal is 10 to no We'll say, yeah, you never know. But, uh, if we can do better than four and six, I'll take that as a win personally.
0: Facts. and more importantly, good luck, Cowboys. Good luck, everybody at Survivor. Good luck, and everybody at Fantasy. Good, l- good I play luck- you this week in a league. Yeah, you do. Funny story about that. Your team is exactly like my team in another league. So, like, if you do well, I'll win in that one. So you're them
1: either out. gonna win, That's win one, win either of them. So I'm gonna beat you, or you're gonna win that other one. All right now, Let's go Patriots
0: out. and screw you to it till you suck. Stay hot. We'll